Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Lady Empire. Um, I have a very interesting episode here for you guys today. I actually am just going to be talking myself. I want to give you some information about what's currently going on with Roe versus Wade being overturned, what that could mean for you, what that could mean for other women you may know. Um, So it's truly an informational session of me just giving you the facts. Um, I'm not sure if I want to turn this into a weekly episode, a monthly episode, and kind of just give you guys updates. Um, But feel free to reach out if you have a preference, if you enjoy the information I'm giving you and or not, I will not be offended. Um, I think this may be a very biased episode. Um, And if you do not believe in pro-choice, then this episode is probably not for you. Um, And if you disagree, I would love to have you reach out as well to um, just simply have a conversation. So I'd like to talk a little bit about the history of Roe v. Wade and where this all started, how it came to be. So Roe v. Wade is the name of the lawsuit that led to the landmark 1973 U.S. Supreme Court decision establishing a constitutional right to abortion in the United States. The majority opinion found an absolute right to an abortion during the first trimester of pregnancy. So who were Roe and Wade? Jane Roe was a pseudonym for Norma McCorvey, who was 22 years old, unmarried, unemployed, and pregnant for the third time in 1969 when she sought to have an abortion in Texas. By the time the U.S. Supreme Court ruled in her favor, McCorvey had given birth to a girl whom she placed for adoption. Henry Wade was the district attorney of Dallas County, Texas. It was his job to enforce a state law prohibiting abortion except to save a woman's life. So he was the person that McCorvey sued when she sought the abortion. After her death, Biographer Joshua Prager said McCorvey made her living giving speeches and writing books on both sides of the abortion debate and was coached by both sides. She had conflicted feelings about each, he said, but was consistent on one point, supporting abortion through the first trimester. So let's talk a little bit about what the court decided in 1973. The plaintiff alleged that Texas law was unconstitutionally vague and violated her constitutionally protected right to personal privacy. The question before the U.S. Supreme Court was, does the Constitution recognize a woman's right to terminate her pregnancy by abortion? Justice Harry Blackman delivered the opinion for the 7-2 majority finding that it did indeed, although that protection had to be balanced against the government's interests in protecting women's health and the potentiality 
of human life. The conservative-leaning court said a woman's decision to have an abortion during the first three months of her pregnancy must be left to her and her doctor. So what is the new case that's toppled Roe? Why is this all coming to be right now? Dobbs v. Jackson, Women's Health Organization. It challenged Mississippi's ban on abortion after 15 weeks. Upholding that ban would determine both Roe and Casey, which allows states to regulate, but not ban, abortion up until the point of fetal viability at roughly 24 weeks. The decision per the draft would likely result in a patchwork of abortion laws, which some states protecting abortion and others prohibiting it, prohibiting it outright. So what does this mean for us? It hands the decision back to states, 26 of which are considered likely to ban the procedure. Accordingly, more than a quarter of the nation's abortion clinics are expected to shut their doors in the upcoming weeks as the effects of the massive ruling play out, but the exact way states and clinics will proceed remains to be seen. As of now, it's not completely clear how states will proceed. Some states have protections for abortion, while other states had abortion restrictions on the books ahead of the 1973 decision. And other state legislators in the years that followed Roe passed restrictive abortion laws, whittling away at access to the procedure. And some states have imposed trigger laws that would take effect in the case of Roe's demise while others have taken more than one approach to ensure the procedure is banned in that state. Those laws will likely take shape in the upcoming weeks ahead. For the 13 states with trigger laws on the books, the outlook is more clear. Kentucky, Louisiana, and South Dakota have laws that immediately ban abortion with Roe gone without any further action necessary while Idaho, Tennessee, and Texas's trigger laws take effect 30 days after Roe is overturned. Meanwhile, Arkansas, Mississippi, Missouri, North Dakota, Oklahoma, Utah, and Wyoming have trigger bans that require certification from either the attorney general, the governor, or another specified official. As of Friday, abortion bans had taken effect in Alabama, Arkansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Missouri, Oklahoma, South Dakota, and Texas, leaving only a few where the bans were not enabled. On June 24, 2022, the Supreme Court ruled in Dobbs v. Jackson, Women's Health Organization. The ruling upheld Mississippi's ban on abortion at 15 weeks of pregnancy, overturned Roe v. Wade, and ended the federal constitutional right to abortion in the United States. By overturning Roe v. Wade, the Supreme Court erased nearly 50 years of precedent. They took away our power to make our own personal medical decisions, and they gave that power to lawmakers. The court's decision most harms Blacks, Latinos, Indigenous, and other people of color Communities for whom systematic racism has long blocked access to opportunity in healthcare. This ruling will have a ripple effect spreading abortion bans across the United States. 
about half the states in the country could move to wipe out abortion access altogether. Some of these states have policies that ban abortions immediately. Others are led by lawmakers who are hostile to abortion and have a history of passing abortion restrictions. 36 million women, plus many others who can become pregnant, are at a risk of losing abortion access in their state. So let's talk a little bit about abortion in America today. Abortion is common and accepted, and the data proves it. Nearly one in four women in America will have an abortion by age 45. Overturning Roe v. Wade is not what people want. 80% of Americans believe that abortion should be legal. Regardless of age, background, or educational level, the majority of people support Roe v. Wade. Acceptance of abortion is longstanding. A majority of Americans have wanted abortion to be legal for decades. Reproductive rights champions in states across the country are taking proactive measures to protect and expand access to abortion despite the Supreme Court's decision. Planned Parenthood will work to get patients to care and care to patients. At the same time, Planned Parenthood supporters and abortion rights advocates are doubling down fighting for everyone to have the freedom to make their own decisions about their bodies and their lives.